a freak show. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a freak show. On Jazzy Blue Show, baby. So, I just want to say, welcome to Jazzy Blue's Freak Show Vegan and Carnivore Special, Episode 7. And do I have a show for you all? I have a Jane Doe, who's a closet vegan, whose family owns a popular slaughterhouse here in Indy. And I have Ryan Parker, who's like a very hot animal conservationist, who's also a carnivore. Huh? You may think, but don't worry. He tells his side of the story very eloquently. And then I have a few other surprises in store for you all. So get your booties on and let's get the show on the road. Hey, you know, so I've been a vegan almost all my life. And that kind of eating habit actually works for me because I'm more healthier. I rarely get sick. I don't even remember the last time I got a cold. So... Besides the fact that I am a vegan, majority of the people that are around me, friends and family, are all meat eaters, carnivores, right? But I would never, ever impose my eating habits on anyone. Never will I go to anyone's house and say, ew, you're cooking meat. I'm not going to eat that. That's gross. Ooh. But what I will do out of respect of these aunties and uncles who may invite us for dinner or whatever, and they've been making food since early in the morning, maybe marinating some chicken and some lamb. Well, what I do is this. I'll go to the dinner table. I'll spoon out a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And if they insist why I'm not taking any meat, I'll take a tiny piece of chink of meat. And I'll put it on my plate. And when they're not looking, I'll put it back. It's not like it's, you know, any of my germs are on it. So what's the big deal, right? Why waste food? So that's how I've been getting away with that without spitting it in front of anyone's face, you know. But there are meat eaters who take our eating habits, like, to heart. And they take it quite personally. For instance... Steve Harvey, if you guys know him, he's a talk show host whose children (laughs) converted to veganism. And he had a little segment on his show where he wanted to address the vegan children that he has. And this is what he has to say. And um, yeah, let's hear him first. And I guess you might want to say there's some vegan in your life, but I'm just talking to three of my kids as vegans. You can eat all the tofu, eggplant, and wood chips you want. You can put ketchup on it. You can do whatever the hell you want. But stop coming to my house talking down to me because I eat meat. I don't want to hear it. They walk in the house. They walk in the house now. Do I smell meat? I think I smell meat. You damn right you smell meat. Cause it's meat in here. It's meat on the stove. It's meat in the freezer. Okay, so 
Now, the issue that I have with this guy saying, you know, about his kids coming to their house. So obviously, if his, if his kids are coming to their dad's home and the dad knows full well that they are vegans, why is Mr. Steve Harvey cooking meat? Who's going to eat it besides himself and not his children? Don't you think that's sort of mean? I got meat in the glove compartment of my car. Yeah, I got meat in here. I got news for you. I put meat in your baby's formula bottle when you ain't looking. That is just so rude and so obnoxious. I mean, I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, while you standing here smelling meat, I got meat on the way. And you know what, Mr. Harvey? I'm sure that your armpits smell like meat shit, too. I just ordered a pizza with nothing but meat on it. No crust, just meat in the box. Ha. Well, God bless you. I hope you take a lot of Pepto-Bismol before you go to sleep tonight. My kids killed me. They done got all bougie now. Because they got little jobs and business and stuff. They didn't graduated from college. Yeah, you know why you graduated from college? Because your old meat-eating-ass daddy paid for it. And what does that have to do with paying for your kid's college because you're a meat-eater? What does being a meat-eater have to do with paying for your kid's college? Oh, my God. I'm vegan. I'm vegan. Just call me vegan. I'm vegan. Just call. Yeah, that's why I prefer the the Stone Age. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Jazzy Blues Freak Show. This is about vegan and carnivore freaks, and I have a special guest. His name is Ryan Parker. He's an animal conservationist as well as a carnivore. So now we want to delve into, you know, how he is um, living that kind of lifestyle as well as trying to save the animals because there's a lot of vegans out there who will call him out and say, hey, you know, you're eating meat, but yet you're trying to save the animals and save the world. So there's like a contradiction going on. So um, I know Ryan has the best intentions, but what do you want to say to people out there who try to confront you, Ryan? Uh, I'll say just ask before we make uh, assumptions about people. Uh, we get called hypocritical. Uh, all the time because we eat meat and say, how can you love animals if you eat meat? Uh, and usually the, the vegans who come up and say that to me, they're wearing leather jackets and, uh, you know, leather shoes. So, you know, they're, they're wearing animals who have been killed uh, just for fashion. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, there's a bunch of hypocrites out there. And, oh. I, you know, and I, I, for one, do unfortunately have a couple of sh shoes that are leather, but I, I, I'm not what you call a vegan militant, you know, I'm a different sort of vegan. <laughs> yeah, you're more for nutritional uh, values, I believe. Yeah, I'm more for that. Uh, yeah, but if I but I, I am trying to wean myself out of that. I actually have like a, um, a 
faux leather wallet. So, you know, I'm trying to do that. Yeah, I think in these, these days, uh, whoever you are, if you're vegan, if you eat meat, you just eat fish, whatever you eat, everybody's having an impact on the earth. It doesn't matter if you're a child or you're, not, or you're 90 years old, you're going to impact on the earth. Every book you've read is... Uh, it's got a lever in it. It's cut down trees where animals lived in. Oh, oh, totally. And even like when you're buying chewing gum, for instance, there's gelatin. And gelatin is on the most part made from horses' hooves and, and pig fat. Yo, send to the space. Yo, ho. Hey, what's happening? You know what it is. You're preaching that vegan shit, yo. Oh! Vegan Bible, open your ears. Here we go. Hey, Let's do this. I try to get everybody else like this because I know that they never ever felt like this. So I show them benefits change I did because you won't feel like shit if you eat like shit. Oh! Hey, hey, hey. So this is what I have to say. Ooh. Don't you forget that Jazzy Blue ain't playing. Next, I have Jane Doe, who is a closet vegan whose family owns a slaughterhouse. And just for safety reasons, I have disguised her voice. So, listen up. So... What drew you to veganism? Hi, Jazzy Blue. So first of all, I'd just like to thank you for having me on your show. As for what drew me to being a vegan, honestly, several reasons. Uh, the first reason is that, you know, I come from a family who owns a slaughterhouse and I grew up seeing these animals being killed in such an inhumane way. Uh, the second reason is that I come from a family of carnivores. They eat a ton of meat. And to be honest, my family, except for me, is morbidly obese. My father weighs over 300 pounds. My brothers weigh over 200 pounds. Uh, my mom is wheelchair bound because she's so obese and she's currently trying to get gastric bypass. And combined with, you know, the torture of the animals and the unhealthy, you know, effects of eating meat. That's what drew me to be a vegan. Well, that makes sense. I don't blame you. Um, and also, you know, I wanted to ask you, like, why are you afraid of coming out to your family and letting them know that you are a vegan? Are you scared? I mean, I know that you are scared, but why are you scared? I am scared. I come from a fairly, well, not fairly, an extremely conservative family. And I remember one time, um, me and my dad and my brothers were watching the news, and there was like a program on how a plant-based diet is kind of a growing trend. And my dad and my brothers were joking that, you know, if they see a vegan on the street, they're going to like shoot them or like feed them to animals or capture them and force them to eat meat. And obviously, you know, I'm my dad's daughter and I'm my brother's sister, but I just feel like they would not understand and they're extremely judgmental. So I am afraid. Wow, that is extremely disturbing. 
And I know that I've hidden um, the fact that I'm a vegan as well. But, you know, I know your brothers know that I have a show now because, you know, they follow me on social media. So uh, now you're getting me scared, too. But, hey, you know what? Be brave and be proud of who you are. <laughs> so I just wanted to um, say that you think I can get one of your brothers to come on my show or you think he might have an issue? I mean, if you let him explain his side of why he loves meat, I'm sure he would love to come on your show and preach about it and how great eating meat is. And, you know, he'll probably say some insults about veganism and plant-based diets, just letting you know. But I think he would come on your show. I mean, he knows you and I know he likes you. So I, I don't think he'd be, like, hateful towards you. Okay, that's good to know. I'll try to um, get him on my show. So hopefully that'll happen. But I wanted to ask you, what do you do when you guys are having sit-down dinners, family dinners together, and obviously your family's cutting into these steaks and chicken, whatever. What do you do? How do you hide the fact that you don't, you're not going to eat any of that meat? So honestly, what I do usually is I'll either say I already ate and I'm not hungry and I'll just save them for dessert. But my family is very forceful when it comes to eating and they get worried if I don't eat. So usually, and I'm ashamed to say this, but sometimes what I'll do is I will just pretend like I'm normal and I'll put whatever meat we have on the table on my plate and like sort of pick at it and pretend to chew it, but I'm actually eating other like side dishes and things like that. And then when my family's not looking, I'll go clean off my plate and throw away the meat. So that's that's what I do. You know, it's so sad that we have to go through all this trouble just to appease the carnivores in our life. And, you know, they call vegans vegan militants, but has anyone ever addressed the issue that carnivores can be militant too in their mindset about God, what is the big deal if we don't want to eat animal products? What is the big deal? I'll never understand it. That's the basis of this show. You know, if there's any hardcore carnivores, hey, you can come to the next show that I'm going to have on this particular subject. Well, I guess I will let you go, Jane, and I just want to say thank you again for coming on my show, and if anything comes up, I would love to bring you back. Thank you so much, Jazzy Blue, for having me. This has been such an honor. Uh, you asked really good and insightful questions, and I hope that some carnivores hear this podcast and maybe they can learn to be a little nicer to us vegans. I second that notion. So this is Jazzy Blues Freak Show, vegan and carnivore show special. And here's a little taste of uh, what the mass media sometimes has to say about vegans. This is Tucker. He's a host for Fox News. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. And he is talking to a vegan activist. And so let's hear what he has to say. And then I, I meet people who are vegan. And one, there's a super high level of fussiness, which I find a major turnoff. Oh, my goodness. Tucker, Tucker, Tucker. 
you're turned off because we choose to eat plant-based foods. Oh, gosh, I bless it. Bless it. <laughs> bless it. And two, they all look pretty easy to push over. So you can't tell me that it's that good for you if they all look like they fall over in the wind, right? And just so you know, Serena Williams and Venus Williams, the powerhouse of tennis, the champions of all champions, are vegans. And Nate Diaz, the UFC champion, was a vegan who was famous for beating McGregor. Um, and then we have all of these NFL players who have turned vegan. And we have these weightlifting champions who are vegans and then we got the vegan influencers like doms thompson and he is you just have to see what he looks like he's got biceps that can like crush ancient tree limbs well we are certainly a passionate group as vegans but uh -huh. not all vegans are that skinny in fact the only u.s male weightlifter who qualified for the olympics in rio is a vegan if only you could see Tucker's face right now. It's priceless. carnivore special and i like to thank all of my guests including those who were unexpectedly uninvited like harvey and tucker i want to appreciate all of you all who come and listen to my show and take a few minutes out of your day to listen to what i have to say and stay tuned for next time. And I'd just like to say have you all a great week ahead. And this is Jazzy Blue signing off. Bring it in. Bring it in, folks. Bring it in closer. Mm -hmm. <sighs>